We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Hello and welcome to episode numero uno of The Last Claw, a West Tigers podcast brought to you by the sports best friend community. My name is Paddy and I am incredibly happy to be your host for what I'm sure will be another roller coaster ride of a season for us Tigers fans. They never seem to let us down in the entertainment department anyway, whether that be a good or a bad thing. I'd like to start our very first podcast of the year by giving a very big thank you to The Biggest Tiger, who I'm sure all of you know is the mastermind behind the Sports Best Friends community. He's produced some really fantastic content um, over the last few years in both his podcasts and just general social media presence, and I'm extremely happy to be a part of what he's building in the rugby league community right now with his Sports Best Friends page. We're going to start off today by talking a little bit about the off-season that was uh, a relatively quiet one in terms of what the Tigers can usually dish up. Um, a lot of uh, players moving around. We've made a few signings. I'm going to start off with the big ones. We've got Jackson Hastings, who has come over from Wigan, and joining him from Wigan is Oliver Gildart. We've also signed Tyrone Peachy from the Gold Coast Titans, Stafford Toa from the Newcastle Knights, and Junior Tupo, who's come over from Rugby Union, I believe. Uh, We had a few losses as well. Russell Packer has retired from the NRL. Moses Embai moved over to the Dragons. Michael Cheekham went to South Sydney. Uh, Big bad Joseph Lailua took the step down to second tier rugby with the Featherdale Rovers. Billy Walters joined the Broncos. And Reese Hoffman has signed with the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Um, In terms of how that affects our squad, I think a lot of dead weight has definitely been moved on in the offseason. I think Russell Packer especially was a guy... That was chewing up a fair bit of cap, came over when Ivan Cleary was coach and never really hit uh, the heights that we wanted him to. Moses Mbai, you know, I have a lot of love for Moe, but he's moved on to the Dragons and I think it's a move that is going to benefit both clubs. He just just wasn't the same player uh, that we, we hoped he could have been when he came over to us. Uh, in terms of the players that have come to us, Jackson Hastings is very exciting. Uh, that second trial we played against the Roosters, he looked very impressive Seemed very calm. He was a calming influence on the side. And, you know, that's the type of player that we need. Just someone that can be a natural leader and someone that, you know, can bring us that calmness when, when some of our boys get a little bit, you know, they, when they lose the game a bit. Oliver Gildart uh, joining him as well from Wigan. Um, still, still 50-50 on Oliver. Um, obviously, when you see these outside backs come over from the Super League, uh, it is difficult to kind of figure out how they're going to go because so many have failed to produce in the NRL. Um, he did look good against the Roosters in that trial game, so I have high hopes. He's named to start in round one against the Melbourne Storm at Combank Stadium, so he's got the benefit of the doubt from me from now, and uh, hopefully he can produce some good moments for us this season. Uh, the other big name, or big-ish name, I would say, coming over is Tyrone Peachy from the Gold Coast Titans. On paper, it looks like a good signing. It just it just depends on whether or not he can bring 
that utility value that we're looking for to get out of him. I think he'll play a lot of the year in the 13 as a, more of a ball-playing lock, which is something we haven't really had over the last few years. Um, he's named in the 14 for round one, obviously, with no Jake Little. I don't think Jakey Simpkins will play 80 minutes, so he'll no doubt get some minutes in the hooking position. Um, some re-signings. Stefano Utoikamanu has extended with the club until 2025. That is fantastic news. The kid is maybe the best young front rower in the game right now. Like, um, There is a limitless potential for what Steph is going to be able to do in his career, and I'm so, so excited that he's locked in his future for the time being at the Tigers. If we could table him a 15, 10-15 year contract, then I would put it on the table for him and just say, write whatever number you want on it because this kid's going to be special. We've also re-signed Alex Twal to the end of 2024. Seyfarth, Alex Seyfarth, till the end of 23. And Tommy McKayley has extended an extra year to just to the end of this season. Um, yeah, some good young forwards there. Obviously, Alex Twal, a, uh, a mainstay in our forward pack at the moment. Um, Alex Seyfarth, a good young player as well. He's been named on the bench for round one. And Tom McKayley, who um, has, had, has had good and bad moments in his career so far. But there's definitely some upside to Tommy McKayley. And I hope we see him back in the 17 soon. 2023 signings are the big ones, the ones that you can get excited about. Isaiah Papali'i, the 2021 Dalliem second row of the year, breakout player of the year over at Parramatta. He came across to Parramatta from the Warriors. Wasn't really a household name, but he was just electrifying. He was so dominant in that Parramatta forward pack last year. And for them to lose him, especially to us, that's, that's you know, it's great for us Tigers fans. Heartbreaking if you're a Parramatta fan, but we don't care about Parramatta fans on this podcast. We're 100% behind the West Tigers, and it is 100% great news for us that we have locked in Isaiah Papali'i from next year and beyond. The other player signed from 2023 is Apisai Korosau from the Penrith Panthers, dual premiership winning hooker. You know, it gives us an opportunity to give Jakey just another year to develop himself and grow into his body, and then no doubt he'll be able to take the reins after that. But I think it's still a good signing. Yes, he's getting on in age. Yes, maybe he's not as good as he used to be, but he was an integral part premiership winning Penrith side last season and the side that got that got to a grand final the season before he's still a world-class hooker probably you'd have to say top five in the game right now hopefully he can maintain that form and bring it over to the Tigers with him when he signs sports best friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end you are our kind of people find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people. As well in this preseason, we played two trial matches, the first of which was a 28-4 loss against the Manly Seagulls at Leichhardt Oval. A pretty sad, dire night for us Tigers fans. It was... uh... It looked clunky. There was a lot of young guys that were given a go, especially in that second half. But even in the first half when we had the first graders in, it just didn't look like... They didn't look too fluent, and you can probably excuse them. You know, it's the first trial match, and it's they're still not full strength, but it was a bit of a dire occasion for us. We did score one try. Kelma Tuolangi uh, crossed in the first half, but, uh, yeah, we did end up getting dominated pretty badly in that game, 28 points to four. Um, look, yeah, there were some soft tries we conceded, but we got to move on from that result, and we moved on from that result into the second trial game on the Central Coast against the Sydney Roosters, where we won 16 points to eight. Definitely an improved performance, especially from some of those first graders. I think the introduction of Jackson Hastings and Dane Laurie into the spine um, really made a big difference. You know, those are two guys that we're going to be leaning on a lot this year in terms of creativity and coming up with points. 
Um, the conditions weren't great. It was wet weather. It was slippery. There was errors. You know, we still threw the ball around a bit. We, um, we, we seem to be showing some different shapes in attack than we have in previous years, which is good to see. So, um, yeah, obviously it's t- tough to do that in those conditions, but it's positive signs anyway. Gildart uh, as well was pretty good, uh, as I said earlier. His defence, though, probably could use some work. Um, there was that first try we conceded, Paul Momorowski down the right side. Uh, yeah, he just kind of came in, left Mamalo stranded out there. So stuff like that he can obviously work on, but he did look he did look pretty good with uh, the ball in his hand. Also, James Roberts on the other side uh, looked pretty good. Looked pretty good, like... For what we expect out of James Roberts this season, he was better than what I expected. Obviously, the expectations going into last year were uh, a lot higher. But, um, yeah, he didn't produce nearly even close to what we wanted him to produce last year. But this season, there's no expectations there, really. He was on a train and trial contract. He's got the start for round one. He looked pretty good against the Roosters in that trial game. So we're just going to have to wait and see uh, how he goes and what he can produce for us. Now, a look ahead to round one Saturday against the Melbourne Storm, the 7.30 kickoff at Combank Stadium. This is a game which realistically we can look at these two sides on paper and the Tigers can absolutely, absolutely challenge to get the two points here. I think it's a very weak, very weak Melbourne side and we've just got to be able to we just got to be able to put together a performance here and we can definitely get the win. We're up against it. It's still Melbourne and they still have some guns in their side. We're going to run through the 1-17s to now. So for the West Tigers, the home side at Combank Stadium on Saturday, Dane Laurie is the fullback. The wingers, David Nofaluma and Kemma Malo. James Roberts and Oliver Gildart make up the centre pairing. Jackson Hastings partners Luke Brooks in the halves. Alex Twile and Stefano Utoikamanu is make up the front row with Jakey Simpkin at the nine. Kelma Tualangi gets a start in the back row with Joey Leilua and Joe Offerhangawe in the 13. Tyrone Peachy will play a utility role off the bench. Luke Garner also back on the bench with Zane Musgrove and Alex Seifarth making the side after impressive trial performances. Now for the Storm, we are lining up against Ryan Pappenhausen, the former Tigers junior at fullback. We've got Jennings and Xavier Coates, the new signing, out on the wing with Remus Smith and Justin Olam in the centres, a pretty... Stock standard back five there for Melbourne. They've got Nick Meany lining up at six in Cam Munster's absence with Jerome Hughes in the seven. Jesse Bromwich and Christian Welch are the front rowers with Brandon Smith managing to escape suspension to line up. And the nine, Felice Kafusi, Kenny Bromwich and Josh King make up the rest of their forward pack. They've got young Wishart on the bench, the young hooker. They've got Nick Arima, another utility in the 15, and then they round out their side with Loero and Nelson Asofa Solomona. It's still a good Melbourne side. It's still a good Melbourne side. Obviously, no Harry Grant, no Cam Munster um, makes it harder for them. But it's still it's still a very good side. And I think the Tigers are going to have to come up with some some pretty special performances from some individual players to get us across the line here. I think on paper, the sides are much more even <laughs> with, uh, with Melbourne's players out. And it's just a matter of which team wants, wants it more. And we know Melbourne are going to want it. We know that Melbourne are going to show up. I don't think they've lost a round one game in... I don't even know how many years. They, they've just been so dominant early on in the seasons. Um, the Tigers, we need to match it. We need to match the energy. We need to come out with, with the attitude that 
we are going to win this game. We're up for the fight. We're up for the battle. It's going to be big physical against this Melbourne forward pack. They've still got a lot of weapons in this side that they can throw at us. We're just going to have to be ready for it. Uh, Luke Brooks is going to have to have a big game. He's going to have to step up. Um, Jackson Hastings, obviously, is going to be important. I think the forward pack has to step up. Every every player out there on the field in the Tigers jersey needs to be able to to stand up and you know put in a great performance for us to win this game. Um, some players that we're going to be without that we'll hopefully see throughout the course of the season. Adam Dewey, uh, obviously injuring his ACL at the back end of last year. He should be back around that round 10 mark, round 8 to 10. Um, obviously, the sooner we get him back, the better. Uh, Tommy Talao also out with an ACL injury. His return's indefinite, but, you know, obviously, the sooner we get to see him back out there, the better. I thought the back end of Tommy Talao's season last year was really, really good. Uh, really impressive. Finally started to show some of that prowess that we we wanted to see from him coming through. You know, he's he was such a, a big talent coming through the system and there was uh, such a high potential for him. And I think we started to see it towards the end of last season. Uh, Jacob Little is out with a PCL injury. He should be back around rounds four to six. Um, I am interested to see how Jakey Simkin goes in that starting role. I think there is potential for him to step up and really make himself the starting hooker of this side. I think I think we just can't expect Jake Little to come back and walk straight back into that dummy half role. I think Simpkin has an opportunity to make it his own and you know make Little really work to try and get back in this side when he's back from injury. AJ Kapoa also out. He's injured his pec. His return's indefinite, which is really disappointing because I was excited to see uh, AJ play at the start of this season. I think the couple of games that he spent at centre before he was injured with the ACL injury at the start of last year, he looked really, really good. I think wing, maybe not his position, but center, you know, he, he looked good on the ball. He was okay defensively. I think that's his position. And I think the sooner he can get back out there and, you know, get some more playing time out in the centers, the better he's going to be. Uh, we've also got James Tarmow suspended for one match for a tackle on Sam Walker against the Roosters. It was a late a late hit in the legs. It just it looked really ugly, and it was always going to cop a suspension from that situation. So he's only out for one match, which is not too bad. Uh, we should see him next week against the Newcastle Knights. And the big That's going to just about do us for the first episode of The Last Claw. It's a nice, short one. It's a... It's a quick one to start the year off. Hopefully, we'll be able to get some more people on and uh, have some more in-depth chats as the season goes on. But for now, here's just a little bite-sized uh, snack for you to get the season started. And I'll talk to you all as we go on through the year, hopefully, with a lot of West Tigers wins. See you later. I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's Tees.